Hey everyone, the episode you're about to listen to is one of the very first ones that we did, and the sound recording is not that great. It took us a little bit to hit our stride, and we enjoyed these first episodes, but they maybe aren't our strongest ones. So we've got some better equipment and honed our skills. The recording quality gets a lot better around episode 10. Stick it out, keep listening, it gets better from here. I'm Ben, and you're listening to the Sound Logic Podcast. This is Mike. Each episode, we discuss one of music's greatest albums from Rolling Stone Magazine's Top 500 list. Brought to you by two guys with no credentials. Just take a just take a pause here for a second. My, I don't know if you can hear what's coming through my headphones, but I'm getting blasted by messages from Chris Clements. Oh, awesome. Because <laughs> I just asked him if... Uh, if he wanted to be a guest host and he just keeps sending messages. Uh, he said, Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> These are all separate messages, but Oh man. Yeah. By the way, I've been into that podcast. Lots of fun. I miss the music as I get older kids in life, man takes me back to when the music was the real deal. Cause he was a huge, <laughs> like we roomed for a year and he was a huge music fan and really into the sixties, you know, hippy dippy stuff. Uh, Dylan and Grateful Dead and uh, and other stuff that like uh, Can't Heat and the String Cheese Incident and all these like uh, 70s hippie jam bands, jam bands. and f- he was a huge Fish fan um, hmm. and uh, and is is one of the one of the most talented uh, drummers I've played with and also is like a really like he picked up the guitar and could bang through some stuff as well so uh yeah that'll be really he's says he's into it and another fan too so that's cool anyways that's just a side thing but i keep just every sec was like oh no that's good coming into my head (laughs) he can help us understand why we should appreciate dolan then maybe yeah uh although yeah i like this new album i gotta tell you not new but this next album i really like it i was blonde on blonde yeah it's I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what the difference is. Like, is it, there's really good, um, like I'm assuming that Bob only played like guitar and harmonica on his albums. I don't think he played everything else. So whoever he's got for piano and other guitars and organ are just killing mm-hmm. it on this album. Um, well, and I wonder if what we are experiencing in listening to these two albums so somewhat back to back, you know, obviously with some space in between is the visceral reaction that his fans had when he went electric. Oh, that, that there was something in that shift that for some people ruined, ruined his sound, ruined his, his original folk artist quality. Um, so yeah, it'll be really interesting to, to tackle that and especially to tackle it with someone who, knows what they're talking about more than just two guys who are like, man, I don't yeah. really like no, how it sounds. <laughs> I think, I think he's a, a, was an avid, is an avid fan. So, well, hopefully, hopefully he's down for that. And tune in next time when we talk to Chris <laughs> about this very album. I don't know how fun it's going to be with Dylan being Ooh. the subject matter, but we'll get to that. Many months later, so much later that the old narrator got tired of waiting and they had to hire a new one. You 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 ripped on him hard last time. Well, when you posted this, what was it? I only heard it yesterday. I confess that other Dylan Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 yeah. when it was so published. 
Oh, but you must have recorded it earlier then, eh? We recorded it a few weeks ago. Um, gotcha. Yeah. And listen, I want to get this out of the way right now. I really, really enjoyed Blonde on Blonde. <laughs> okay, it was, good. It was, it was so different than Highway 61, and I've been bopping along to it for like a week. It, I don't know about you, Ben. I mean, we'll get there, but... I go, okay, I'm guessing maybe maybe not. <laughs> I've got a whole list of okay. questions for Chris based on that same thing, but like I enjoyed this one way more and I can't quite figure out why. So maybe we can get to we'll that. We'll get to that uh, down the road. Um, Chris, <laughs> usually in the middle of the week, we release kind of a, a midweek episode that's a lot shorter. So I, I just, maybe we could just ask you a few questions and just kind of get a little bit of a, a bit of a teaser from you before we release the episode so um what's your experience with listening to bob dylan's music not necessarily this album and when did you kind of start getting into him maybe first and foremost uh who are you do you want to introduce yourself and how you how you introduce yeah yeah i'm happy to introduce myself so i'm chris uh mike and i were roommates in my first year of university mike's second i believe yeah. And uh, we were only roommates one semester, not because we didn't get along. Just Mike went off to like some camping program and yep. I, I was stuck just doing, you know, like English essays. Uh, but <laughs> in, in that one semester, I, I, I hope I can say like we, we quite hit it off yep. and we love music. So <laughs> yeah, uh, we connected. I, I was trying to remember this before the podcast. We connected on Ben Fold's Five Black Tears great song i don't know what album it's on but it was on repeat in the room oh. often and then we also loved um dave matthews band before these yep. crowded streets yeah and then a whole bunch of other songs oh, too but those were like those are like the two yep. mainstays of that one four month window there's two bands that i feel like should have some representation on this top 500 album list are they not on the list neither one well, you can give him a shout out or something, maybe like we just did. Yeah, I, I think we we'll have to do something. But Dave Matthews Band, with all the albums they've released, you gotta. I mean, again, if you've got room for four Roxy Music albums, you gotta have room for one Dave Matthews album. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're not wrong at all, man. And Chris, you and I went to the same high school, even though I don't think we really ever knew each other during that era. No, I was I was trying to figure that out also before. Now my wife knows your sister Felicia. Do I have that right? Yep, they're they're great friends. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we must. I don't know, man. It must just be ships in the night. You may be a few yep. years ahead of me going through high school. I graduated two thousand two. Why well, was it two thousand and one, Dad? Oh, we would have had some crossover. But did you do OIC or not? Yeah, I did OIC, and I don't know. I I hung out. You remember, I don't know if you remember like the divisions in high school, but there was a bunch of like kind of nerdy art kids that hung out in Cindy's classroom. Okay. <laughs> and uh, that was my that was my lot in life in high school. Oh man, I love taking classes with Cindy, but we, I just didn't hang out there, I guess. Um, the other dynamic is that Uxbridge Secondary School is, or was, I don't know if it still is, a pretty sizable high school. So I don't even think I really knew everyone in my grade, let alone people in other grades no. did you connect with the Oxford Baptist no no I um, my wife went to Oxford Baptist okay. Youth Group for, for some amount of time which I forget and I would go dutifully but 
I mean, it's just, it's, you can't be friends with everyone, right? So it's Amen. not like anything personal. Yeah. It's just, it's just the way these things Absolutely. work. Yeah. Well, and it's helpful for me to hear that uh, because I, for much of my life, I've believed that I am friends with everyone. And so it's, it's helpful to have these reminders that it's just not possible. <laughs> I know you're welcome to try. Like, go for it. Maybe the, then, maybe this okay, is the I'll one. Man. You. You're the one that can do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's funny. Chris, I'm glad you brought up the kind of our music connection in university because uh, when I when we started doing this, I started listening to Bob Dylan. You were like one of the first people I thought of because you and I both had pretty strong tastes in music and what i mean by that is the the bands that we listened to a lot in the dorm room and that we liked uh we listened to them hard like i listened to dave matthews a lot ben yeah. folds and i know that you mentioned that song yeah uh black tears which is on the rock in the suburbs album i had it on so mu- so much that yes, you would come the into one. the room and you came in but the third time it had happened you came in the room and you're like hey why is this song always playing when I come in the room? <laughs> it's like, well, because I play this album like all the time. And I kind of had the same question for you. It's like, why is Fish always on when I'm coming in? Well, it's because you were listening to it a lot. So um, I'm, I remember a lot of Fish albums. Yeah. You really like Dave Matthews. And then some other bands that I'd never heard of, like uh, Canned Heat and String Cheese Incident and a lot of like the jam bands. I, oh and I remember goodness. all that. And you made an impression on me. And um yeah, that one semester though. But I think we really connected, and uh, and it's always great to you know bump into you here and there. And, and yeah, I definitely think about you when I hear some of these bands and some of this music. And it's really cool that that you kind of remember some of the same about me. But yeah, that was a lot of fun, and, and definitely we bonded over music. Yeah, well, it's very kind. I confess I don't even remember listening to Canned Heat, but I, I have some of their albums on my wall at home. So. <laughs> I think it's just kind of, you were really into that genre, like 60s, 70s jam band. And even if we didn't listen to them together, I remember seeing the albums of all these bands. Like, who are these guys? Oh, man, you got to get into this, you know? Okay, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, it was, uh, yeah, no, a lot of fun. Um, do you remember the first time that you heard Dylan? Yeah, I do. So, so I got into Dylan, I didn't mean to, per se. But I remember, I think it was 1999, a, a movie came out called High Fidelity. John Cusack, mm. Jack Black, they worked in a record store. Mm. Um, my, my friend group at the time, just, we fell really hard for this. And it turns out it's a romantic comedy, but it never like fully dawned on us until later in life that that's what was going on in this movie. We, just loved, <laughs> we were in love with these guys working in a record store, right. talking music like morning to night and uh debating who are the greatest bands the the point i came to bob dylan because on i bought the soundtrack and there's a song on that soundtrack uh an 80s dylan track called and i'm going to remember it in one second here most of the time it's called (laughs) most of the time okay and uh it's it's a tremendous song it's well produced daniel lanois actually produced it Okay. From that soundtrack, I I remember thinking, well, this is Dylan. This is an amazing song. And I should just, like, I owe it to whatever cultural police there are to, like, dig into this. So I didn't didn't get actually into early Dylan until later. And my my introduction to Dylan was was 80s and a bit of 70s Dylan. Okay. So so that's how that went. Now, I know you have 
the Blonde on Blonde album. Uh, do you remember when, what was kind of your first impression of that, just briefly? Yeah. Um, so, I guess candidly, I, I, I purchased Blonde on Blonde. I don't remember when, I don't remember where or anything. I just, it was one of those, like, if you're going to collect Dylan records, then this should be within the collection. And um, I confess it wasn't like my go-to Dylan. Oh, one song that stuck out to me was uh, Stuck Inside of a Mobile with the Memphis Blues again. And it's just, it's such a kind of a, a peppy blues number. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know why, but it struck me to such extent that in Facebook in 2007, you would put like a little bio and people would read it. Not that probably anyone read it, but you could do that. And I put the lyrics to Stuck Inside a Mobile with the Memphis Blues again in that bio <laughs> and have never taken it out. I checked this morning to see if it's still there and I can't find where that bio slot is on Facebook anymore. But that song definitely hit me hard. Can you tell us a little bit about kind of your involvement in music? You're a mu- musician, you're a drummer. Um, I know you play a little bit of guitar and dabble in that. Yeah, yeah. Tell us kind of, what, are you involved in music anymore? Do you do you play music right now? Do you record? What do you do? Yeah, so like in high school, probably like many of us, I imagine, we were all going to be rock stars. Um, yes. Didn't pan out. I was. Didn't pan out. <laughs> uh, here I am living in Fergus, Ontario. We've got two kids and like I play music uh, at the church on Sundays. I'm the yep. drummer. Not the best drummer, but that's that's my deal. It it took just you know a secondary, like it's too bad, but I don't, like adult life just kind of does that to you, you know. Uh, yeah, we were some friends from KW and I found we were in a jazz band for a while, and they were, I confess, much more accomplished than I were. There was a, a keyboardist and a bassist, so they kind of just had me along, and I think we played a few gigs, and that was maybe five years ago, and that's the last. Um, kind of non-worship band that I've been a part of. So, but that doesn't mean like that doesn't mean like I'm giving up on music. That just means like there's there's kids who are yelling and they need the diapers changed and band practice is not a thing for the next I don't know how many years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm. Uh, I guess I'm kind of just about to emerge a bit from the other side of that. My kids are now uh, ten and nine. And Ben's kind of somewhere in between you and I. I know your kids are little. What are your kids, like three and one? Yeah, yeah, eight Chris? months and three. Okay. Oh. So, and, and then Ben's kind of got a spread from uh, two through to eight. Right. Uh, so I can tell you that, you know, there is definitely becomes a little more space for some of that <laughs> as they become a little less dependent. Okay, well, so, I'm going uh, to hold you to that, okay? That better be enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's all—it's all about seasons, bud. And don't worry, it'll—you're uh, passionate about it. You're, and don't sell yourself short. You're a really good drummer too. Well, I appreciate the flattery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm living the the entire gap right now. Like, I, my eight-year-old um, likes it when I pull the guitar out and tells me which songs to to play and things like that. But the two-year-old just wants to grab the picks from my case and hammer on it as hard as he can so it's like this weird mix of like, <laughs> i can usually get about two minutes of uh 
of kids song playing and before it just descends into chaos and uh, I made the mistake of showing them that I have an old glass uh, slide that's in my case oh boy. and so they just like to like they want me to strum and they just want to move it back and forth and make all kinds of wild sounds so uh, it's like a sound object right now rather than something to make music on but Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That stage. Yeah, I know. I know that feel. My poor guitar <laughs> at home. Like my three-year-old just just throws it around the room without. That's not even an exaggeration. So it's always out of tune, and one of the machine heads is broke. Oh. But, um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, you're right. It makes noise, which is great. It's lots of fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 We'll have a moment of silence for the machine head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Okay, that's good. Well, that sounds like a good place to stop. Uh, Thanks a lot, Chris. We'll look forward to talking with you about Blonde on Blonde coming up on Saturday morning. If you like what you hear, subscribe on your favorite podcast app and write a review. Send us a message at our Facebook page, on Instagram, or through our SoundLogic podcast Twitter feed. Thanks for listening.